How are you today? Uh, swell, bloody swell. What is it? Patty's it's, Day 2019? It is. It is Good Patty's heavens. Day right now. All right. Well, happy Paddy's Day, or as we say in Ireland, <clears throat> what's what is the is there is there a difference, a notable difference between St. Patrick's Day in Ireland, yes, and America? Yeah, many many differences. We don't take it that seriously. There is a big parade. I remember as a kid going to the parade in Dublin. I remember uh, not really caring about it. There was a lot of shamrocks, which, uh, you know. Um, yeah, you know, they, they, they'd go to mass on Sundays and um, avoid the priests, and then get the uh, little shamrocks, and you'd pin that to your lapel. And they, uh, you know, it was awful when Paddy's Day landed on a Monday because then they'd make you go to mass on the Sunday and the Monday. Yeah, so so it was it was it was a it was a flicker, you know, it was just just a just a fleeting moment. It seemed like, but over here, as soon as. Uh, all the VD gear gets out of the shops. It's replaced with everything green and shillelagh and shamrocks and leprechauns and just goofy, goofy, goofy stuff. Were you aware of that? Di- of what what it, what it was like in America? No Patty's clue. Day when you were no up? idea. My first. I don't want to tell any secrets here, um, but my first Paddy's Day in America was in Boston, and uh, the Irish in Boston are very different than the Irish around the American Irish are very different in Boston. They are. It's seemingly around the country, you'll find in Boston, they seem to be very, 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 very Irish proud, very, very proud of their Irish American heritage, but more so the Irish. And um, we were, uh, my first, first place I lived in South, uh, in Boston was South Boston. And it seemed like that's where all the Paddies went. It seemed like all the Irish went to South Boston and I didn't know that, but there you were, you know, woke up in South Boston and Paddy's Day rolled around and it was, uh, without giving away any secrets, it was the biggest Paddy's Day ever for me. And uh, life changed after that. But the difference in American Paddy's Day, again, this was the first one I saw in Boston and it was just lunacy. And I, I didn't notice the shops and whatnot. I, I was a teenager uh, when I moved over here. So I, I never went to any of the, the big shopping centers or the, you know, I went to the corner shops to get the, the milk and the shampoo and the, the deodorant and all that stuff. But I never went to the, to the, to the big grocery stores. So um, I didn't see all the, all the hoopla, the, you know, right. all, all, the, all the shamrocks and all the shiny stuff for Paddy's Day. So uh, then when I moved down south, and um, uh, Florida, not so much. I lived in Florida for a spell. And Paddy's Day was big down there. There was a, there was a uh, big Irish community down there. And uh, it, it, you know, made a big drinking holiday out of it. And that was about it. And, and then, of course, Texas. I've had most of my Paddy's Days now in Texas. What, what did we do? We did uh, Friday at Moe's, Vintage Park. Mm-hmm. Saturday, the big street festival in, in, uh, in Corpus. And then today, of course, we have our... 14 hour gig, yes. 14 hour, 14 year standing gig at, in College Station at O'Bannon's where they close off the street, put a tent over the street, no cover charge, everybody's welcome. And it's an absolute riot from the time they open the doors from, I think they open at 7 a.m. or something. Yeah, they open early, yeah. And they, they, uh, they, they close at 2 a.m. and it's just an absolute madhouse. And, you know, for, for that amount of time, with with such a such a ginormous 
feat, you know, pulling that off. It's so well attended and it's so well, you know, they're so well behaved and they drink responsibly because it's a very, it's a, it's a much younger crowd than we're, than, than you'd used to see, you know, it being a college town and all. Yeah. But, um, and this, for people who don't know, on this is in the Northgate area of College Station, Texas, and it's literally right across the street from the university. And so there's dorms all around. Yeah. And, Texas A&M, which is, yeah, you know, mon- monstrous on its, on its own. So it's a huge nightlife spot just to begin with. So uh, we're out there right in the middle of it uh, every Patty's Day. Yeah. How many years is this? Is this doing Patty's Day? Here? Yeah. In, in a row? Gosh. I'm trying to think the last time we didn't play at O'Bannon's on Patty's Day. Um, well, yeah, we may have to look that one up. But that's it's, a tough it's one. Been, <laughs> it's yeah, been a it's, long time. Yeah. And, and, and uh, we're the only band that plays, uh, you know, all day. <laughs> Uh, only one, only one's dumb enough to do it, but because uh, we used to play with a band out of Austin, uh, good friends of ours, the Tea Baggers. Um, I'm just kidding, the Tea, the <laughs> tea Merchants, and um, featuring our, Chris Buckley, our yeah. former fiddle player. Yeah, good old Chris, and uh, they, uh, uh, I guess they found Longhorns on his car and ran him out of town. No, <laughs> whatever it was, you know, we, we've 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 played with other bands there, and uh, we're we were just talking before we. We came on here. We were just talking about how many years we've been at O'Bannon's. We've been playing at O'Bannon's since they opened thirteen years ago. Uh, I think it's fourteen. Might be fourteen because if we're if we're we're always one year older than like from the O'Bannon's because they started. Oh. So it was a year. It was oh five. I think yeah. when they opened. Carried so. the one. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Yeah. So we started playing. Actually, Chris and his partner back then came and uh, they came to Austin to see us. That's right. Remember that? Yeah. They came and they they saw us. We were playing the. Uh, uh, um, I don't want to lose any more friends, so I'll say it's the second worst Celtic festival in the country. <laughs> <laughs> I think we didn't. We see that there. <laughs> no comment. He's got his finger on the edit button. Look at that. <laughs> Erase marker. Um, yeah. So uh, we're playing this thing, and uh, you know, and I think that's where Chris and Clayton came to see us. Yeah, Clayton Dean, actually. Yeah. So they came to Austin to see us and asked us, and I and I joke about this often. People say, "Why College Station?" And, and the, the, well, the joke is, well, I, I, you know, I don't even know where it is. You know, we, we, we just didn't know. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know anything about Texas A&M. I didn't know anything about, yeah. the, you know, fighting Texas Aggies. I didn't know anything about nothing, none of that. Neither did I. And I even grew up in Houston. So. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, so they come to, they come to see us and introduce themselves and say, we're opening a place in College Station. And we laughed and just no idea where it was and thought they were joking. And then, uh. And then come to find out that it was not only just this monstrous college town. It, it, again, it's not a big town. It's, it, it's a big campus. And you're playing right across the street from the campus. And there's dorms and there's restaurants. and There's all kinds of stuff around there. But the party the life, you know, the nightlife there was just insane. So we started there. And uh, we played in the back corner of the, of the room. And it was smoking back then. There was smoking inside. and. Um, Texas a few years back banned smoking inside, which is just an absolute just dream come true for anybody with asthma or uh, eyes. <laughs> so we, uh, but we used to go in and play there in the smoke and the just, but it was, it was, we just loved it. It was so loud and it was so boisterous and it was so just, just anytime you wanted to, you know. Yeah. I remember too, like that, that very first show we played and I have images in my head of pictures from that show because I do have pictures in that show. Of course you do. Again, link in the show notes. Yeah. The, the crowd was just very attentive. They were all standing around watching us. 
and and that's pretty much how it's been ever since. Uh, the the crowds that we get in O'Bannon's are always really really into it. Uh, they, they they get there early. They're sitting waiting for us to start playing, and knowledgeable. I mean, they yeah. know they know that's right. They request songs that that are not typical for your Irish American audience or your American audience or your Irish audience. Which even. surprised us. Like we were just saying, we didn't know anything about College Station. And I, I knew, I mean, I'd, growing up in Houston, you hear about Texas A&M, you hear about Aggies. There's, there's uh, Aggie jokes. Or <laughs> I don't know if kids still tell Aggie jokes, but they were very popular when I was growing up. And I knew nothing about the Texas Aggies. I knew nothing about them except that it was a little town out in the middle of nowhere somewhere with the university. And we just assumed, I mean, I just assumed it was just a small country town. You know, everybody listens to country music and stuff. But yeah, when we first went there, people were coming up and requesting all these old Irish songs. So they were immediately engaged and they immediately understood what we were doing. And, and it's just been easy playing there ever since. Still one of my favorite places to play, uh, hands down. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't get old. And because of the, the, the constant cycle, the, you know, cycling and recycling of, of um, students, we we were always every year we get a new new batch, and it's uh it's just it's phenomenal. And our our, our good friend Chris that that owns it now, he 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 opened a brewery in downtown Bryan called Blackwater Brewery, and there they have uh, they have really carved a niche out for themselves in the in the craft beer market. Yeah. You know they've really they've done well. They're in the local yeah. HEB shops and all that around, and they're they're in Houston as well. They're in Austin. They're uh, they're doing very very well. So it's uh, it's been it's been wonderful to grow with them, and it's been wonderful to 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 again. Chris has, has had us there. I, re- I remember even getting ca- getting cancelled in in other shows, and Chris calling us up, or we calling him up, and saying, "Hey, we're, we we got to cancel for next Friday." He says, "Come on, pack," you know, never you know never a no, never a nah. Let me think about it. never. Just everything was yes, and it was just, and it's been an absolute. He's been. He's been absolutely wonderful to us, and so has College Station. We're we're just uh, we're just actually in a couple of weeks. They were doing the 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 first Friday in downtown Bryan. Oh yeah, yeah, we're doing that. So it's uh, we're uh, we're we're hopefully gonna grab some of the so, some some of the locals that w- usually wouldn't tread on campus territory. We're gonna see if we can uh, lure a couple of them or a few of them, a few thousand of them down to see us at our regular haunt in O'Bannon's College Station. Uh, you're mentioning a, a second ago about the generations of students that would, have come through, like every yes. every couple, of years, two or three years, it turns over. And uh, but what's cool is that we, the people who have left, who've graduated and moved on, we run into them everywhere. <laughs> we hear from them all the time. We run into them all around the country. We run, we've even in Ireland, we've run into them, and it's uh, it's just really cool. So we'll, we'll you know play a little bit of the war hymn. You know, no matter where we are, which we love doing, it's always it's we, always reference anyway, and it's whenever we hear a whoop coming from the audience, we know that we've got Aggies in attendance. Yeah, we've 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 actually played it. We played it in D.C. We played the whole thing through in D.C. Yeah, we played the whole thing through in I want to say it was either Cork or Killarney in Ireland, um, because we've run into them and go, "Hey, play the war hymn," you know. And I said, "Well, it's going to be <laughs> three of us in here that know what's going on." But yeah, it's uh, and 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 I uh, started. We'd end we'd end a song, and uh, when when Chris Buckley was our fiddle player, he 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 went to uh, he went to the University of Austin, so he was not an Aggie fan, and Aggies were not they did not like the uh, they did not like uh, the people from Texas. Yeah. Uh, so he uh, uh, so I used to end 
the song would be let the chord ring out and then we'd go down to just to just to mess with him because he was just he'd turn his back and he just so at the end of a song when he absolutely nailed the solo and we're just at the end of the, song, the song is ringing out and then i put that in there just to stamp on that nerve <laughs> oh he oh it used to bug the piss out of him and he he's 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 a lot cooler about it now it's still he's like really guys come on yeah. <laughs> you know but we do that a lot i don't think because chris didn't obviously he doesn't can't come see us all the time time when he does see us he's on stage with us but it's 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 a it's a comic if you see us you you, you know we, we do that that the herald at the beginning of the war hymn a lot uh but you, you need look no further than the fact that that we play the war hymn it's the only college uh, fight song that we play yeah i didn't even know there was college fights i didn't <laughs> know there was college that's i mean it shows you how what what a what a close relationship we have with with college station and texas a&m uh, and I, I love that that fight song that's, yeah, we 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 have like we've many many years of history now built up with with O'Bannons and like you said, just meeting them all over the country. Um, it's it, it's funny too because the the people that see us there, some the people that have heard of us are shocked that we're from down the road in Houston, and then they that's when they kind of keep an eye on us because they know that when they graduate and when they. They, uh, mm-hmm. they, or in Wes's case, get kicked out. I'm only joking. Uh, when they get kicked out, you know, when they, when they leave College Station, they know to keep an eye on us because chances are we're going to cross paths again in the, whatever town they're, yeah. they're at. So it's been, a, it's been just absolutely wonderful to, 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 to meet up with them and, you know, see, and, and we've had, of course, this, this, this happens to any band that's been around for a while, but we have, uh, and I think it was just last weekend, we had, or the week, yeah, last weekend we had people two people that had got married that met at our shows oh, and got right. married, had been married since at two different times, not two different, like two different couples yeah. at different times that didn't know each other. It was just, just, it's just, it's, it's a wonderful thing to, to carry that around with you. you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's overwhelming. That's not the first time we've heard that either. So then, so Patty's day in, in, in I know we kind of ran off there, but uh, Patty's day being so uh, commercial here, um, it's, it's still, it's still baffling to me to see the amount of green shamrocks and the beer companies putting their green beer out and their green, their banners out and all that stuff. To me, it's absolutely mind boggling in, in that it, it's, it's so huge versus, versus what it is at home. It's no, there's no, no comparison. Yeah. Juggernaut. Do you, do you remember, I mean, I know we already talked about this, but do you remember being like, what the hell is all this crap? I mean, all the, all the, shamrocks and and green beer and yeah 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 and, that, and, and just and, drinking yourself to death and all yeah. that kind of stuff i mean were you like what, what, what yeah well the, the 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 green beer was an absolute joke i i, I really i thought i did, didn't think anybody would take that seriously i mean i i thought it was a joke i didn't know there was such a thing <laughs> and um uh i used to bartend many many moons ago and some of the bars that i worked at were took pride in the fact that they didn't serve green beer and the other ones did, sir. You know, so um, I, I, I know it's a, I know it's a shtick, and it's a, you know, it, it's very, very tongue in cheek. But again, there's some bars that absolutely, you know, just folded their arms and absolutely would Won't not do, yeah. do such a thing. And um, like, I'm trying to remember that place too. That reminds me of the the bar. Some bar up north refuses to allow Danny Boy to be played. Yeah, I remember reading an article about that. I can't remember who that was. It was uh, really great. I try to find that link too <laughs> if I yeah. can find it. It's a really good, good uh, article. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we've seen that in, in just regular rock and roll clubs where you cannot play 
no doors. Yeah. You know, no, you know, no uh, stairway to heaven. It's, it's, it's like right. the signs in Guitar Center, you know? Yeah, no, no Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> yeah. I've seen, I yeah. saw that somewhere. I'm trying to remember where that was. And actually, you know, anybody, we, we talked about this, I think, on one of the last one, but any, any band that plays that stuff on a regular basis really has no respect for themselves or the people <laughs> or the people they're playing for. I just, uh, I just, uh, you know, I, uh, I have a very, very good friend uh, that, that loves Jimmy Buffett. And uh, he called me up and asked me to go to a show one time. I said, no, 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 like, oh, no we got great seats. I go, that makes it worse. I need to, I need to be really close to an exit or, you know, uh, in, in the car with the windows up. Yeah. You know, um, and, and, and again, I know for a fact that Jimmy Buffett's an amazing musician and just written some just incredible songs. Who wouldn't want, you know, to, to have songs like he has under his belt. However, when you're, when you, when you see the whites in the staff's eyes, when you're playing these songs and they're just looking at you like, we're going to kill you, you know, we're going to slash your tires and we're going to actually, they won't slash your tires because they want you to leave, but they, yeah, you know, we're going to, we're going to egg your car. Or we're going to just, you know what I mean? You cannot, um, I, I remember it was, a, it was a T-Bone Tom show down in Kima, which incidentally, we're going to be doing the Celtic Festival down there at the end of this month. But uh, we, are, we were playing at T-Bone Tom's and uh, one, of the, one of the waiters came up to me and he, he, said, uh, he said, I really like your band. And I was like, well, thank you. I said, have you met Chad? And he goes, oh, well, okay, I sort of like your band. <laughs> no, only joke. So uh, he, said, uh, he said to me, he goes, my favorite thing about your band is you don't play Brick House. And you don't play funky music or whatever that one, you know? Yeah, and, all the cliches. And, uh, yeah. And I just, I, I said to him, people would do that to you. And I said, those people don't care for you. I said, you need not, you know, <laughs> but, he, but, and, and that they have, they have, the staff has pull with the management. If they complain and you're doing songs that you say, well, we're going to do it anyway. Cause we, we, you know, the, the, you know, the staff will let them know. So you, you mm -hmm. know, you really, you really have to. You have to own it if you play it. <laughs> yeah. I mentioned this before in, in previous episodes, but yeah, when, when that happens, when the staff's coming up and, and they're, they're, you know, giving you compliments like that and telling you, you know, we're their favorite band and they look, so much look forward to when we're playing and makes their job easier and stuff. I mean, it just it gets me right there. I love that. Yeah, now that I think about it, maybe he only liked us because we didn't play that. <laughs> right. <Maybe. laughs> no. but, but again, when you're, when, when you're, and again, this leads into the old, the old podcast when we were talking about, if, if, you're, if you're a rock and roll band, you care about what you do, you really, you don't want to do Mustang Sally and you, don't, you, you know what I mean? You just don't want to do the Freebird. same stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, and they'll, they'll shout it out to be moronic or ironic. At, at, at a at a show and you just have to grin and bear it and you just and you know the worst thing you can do is acknowledge them but uh, you know danny boy stuff like that yeah it's absolutely it's a kiss of death to play that stuff in, in a rock and roll club or in a in an even in an irish pub but you you're 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 cutting your own throat if you go out doing the same same song list the same you know uh using the same playlist as, as these other, as, as every other band that goes through the clubs that you go through. Cause you just won't get called back. And our, our thing is we do play stuff that bands probably shouldn't play, but we, but we do it. And we're, we're, uh, we're, you know, we're constantly trying to change up the set. We've never played the, the, we've never played the same show twice. Mm. We've never played the same set twice. And Chad and I started the band. Mike's been with us for 10 years. Wes has been with us for, is it third year, third year? Yeah. It's, yeah, starting on his third year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they've never, you know, they've never seen us play the same show. Nobody's, mm -hmm. you know, so we, we just don't do the same show twice. We try not to do the same. Right. 
And uh, again, that's, you know, we're, we're playing for 14 hours today ish. <laughs> so somewhere around there. So we're going to have to have, you, you know, so, so you're going to have to have a lot of stuff. You're going to have a lot of material. You're going to have to repeat a lot of stuff. And the, the, the nice thing about Paddy's day with a, with a great energetic crew like this is you can, you can do the same, you could do the same song later on in the set that day or later yeah. on the night and change it up a little bit or it play it exactly the same. They will give you the same energy back. Yeah. As when you, because you're doing stuff that you, that you like, you know, yeah. you're not doing stuff because you have to fill her. It's funny that a lot of bands may like, oh God, I have to play this song again. Whenever we do do that, I mean, sometimes they're like, oh gosh, we already played Drunken Sailor twice or whatever at some of these shows. But there's always a different spin on it every time. Like, you know, Patty may sing it a little different and he'll do the, do the harmony parts a little different and then I'll, I'll have to jump in and, you know, pay attention and, and uh, you know, things like that with, they're very subtle uh, arrangement uh, changes that we're doing on the fly. And that's one of the things I've always loved about this band that, uh, that we can do things like that. Subtle and our big, our biggest fans will notice <laughs> yeah. the subtle changes in, in every version. Sometimes we'll do it. I mean, deliberately do it really different. We were talking about the train stuff that we did. Yes. Different, but we typically don't, don't mess around quite that much at a, at a show like today, but sometimes you never know. Yeah. Well, a wise man once said, it's like doing surgery, falling out of a plane. Remember that? <laughs> Who said that? You. I did. Yeah. No, I didn't. Really? I think you did. I think you did. You said it's like doing surgery, falling out of or jumping out of a plane or something like that. Well, well yeah. write that down. Take it. <laughs> so do you remember when, uh, I'm pretty sure Chris must have been trying to get us for Patty's Day, like from the get-go, but we weren't able to do it right away. Because for a while, we kind of had a commitment to Fado. On Patty's Day, right? Not a commitment, but that's typically where we were. And if, if we were on a tour, like obviously in 06, as we were talking about last week, we were up on the East Coast that year. Yeah, it's it, of course, Chris and Fado. Uh, Fado was in Austin, by the way, and it's gone now. We, uh, and, and Chris from O'Bannon's in College Station, where we are today, all bloody day. Um, we, uh, th- they, they knew that if you want to nail a band down, you got to get on the phone probably before Christmas. If you're smart, you're going to do it in the summertime, the year before, and call it, just nail it down. Even get a verbal, maybe, anything. Mm-hmm. So these, you know, these lads are on it, and there's, there's, so that's how it was. And even uh, last Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday last week, I got a call, and hey, are you available for Sunday, the uh, 23rd, I think, next Sunday? I said, yeah, 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 we're all. And, it's, and uh, the, then they came back and said, oh, no, sorry, it's uh, March 17th. <laughs> Now, yes, I know that we're not the Chieftains. I know that we're not the Wolf Tones. I know that we're not the Pogues. I know that we're not Thin Lizzy. But yes, chances are we're probably, you know, do a little homework, you know. Yeah. But call it, you know. So, and of course, every band gets this. Every band gets this phone call, you know, the three days before Paddy's Day, four days, mm-hmm. you know, hey, are you available? So, so what I'm saying is the, the people that know Paddy's Day and know the mechanism that's involved, you know, just with, with, with bands and logistics in tent, whether with, you know, inside or out, you know, you just got to have all this stuff down. You have to know what you're going to do. Just don't. So, so the people that, that kind of figure out a week out and say, Hey, weather's going to be nice. Let's get a band. Well, let's call these, you know, that's, uh, um, mm-hmm. but so, so yeah, so, so we'd, we, um, our friends over at Fido, they would call us, you know, year before, you know, and even, even April say, Hey, 
next year, what do you, you know? Yeah. So it was, it was great. And uh, O'Bannon's same thing. We, we, but we have a deal with Chris, you know, as long as we're breathing upright or even one of the two, we're going to be playing Paddy's Day in College Station. And uh, that's where we're going to be. I think I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to piece together some of my memories here about when we first started doing Paddy's Day. I thought there. I smelled wood burning. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, because I remember he, he tried to get us, he wanted us there on, I think it was 2011. And we came, it was one of those crazy days where I think we played there in the morning and then we drove somewhere else. I think we probably drove to Austin and played at Fideau that night. Yes. And then I think it was the following year that, that, that Chris got us to do the whole day for the first time. And I think we've done it every year since then. I think so. I, mean, I don't think there's been any, any changes with that. I mean, there, I know there, there was a couple, I think it was one year where Patty's Day fell on a really weird day of the week and we wound up doing it like the day after or before or something like that. Yeah, and that was the last time because I remember Chris saying well, that we're, yeah. we're only doing it on Patty's yeah. Day proper for No matter on. when it is, yeah. 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 And uh, one of the reasons why, I know when the, first, the idea first came up of us just playing one place all day, but, you know, it sounds simple when you say that, but, well, yeah, but you're playing from, you know... <laughs> noon all the way to 2 a.m. Sounds nuts, but I much prefer this to some of the things we used to do, which was fun too. But like, for example, we're talking about last, last week, we're talking about the tour we did up on the East Coast where we played two, two, uh, Kildare's. Yeah. Two Kildare's pubs on the same day. That's typically what we were used to on Patty's Day. In fact, the very first Patty's Day I played with you when we were still Patrick Devon band, we played at, um, I can't remember all the different places we played, but it was at least two or three gigs that we played in one day. Yeah, but and the, and, and the thing that bands and clubs will forget when you have when you have multiple bands throughout the day, it looks great on a piece of paper to have it, you know, your music slot filled. What you don't know is these other bands are playing three and four other clubs, so whatever following they have is not coming with them. And B, the logistics of getting your van in there and loading your gear because. I'm going to say 90% of them won't have sound. So you're going to be setting up your gear mm-hmm. again. You're going to be bringing in, you know, if you're playing pubs, um, a lot of the Irish pubs will open their doors day one and say, we're an Irish pub and here we go. And there's drinking and there was much rejoicing. However, down the road, they figure out, Hey, we're going to put, get live music in here. We're doing well. We're going to, you know, keep this, keep this going. Let's put live music in. So they move an ashtray and they go, all right, you band goes there. well, the band comes in and they don't have enough room to put up an app, never mind a PA or a drummer or a, you know, whatever. So, so add the Paddy's Day crowd to that on top of it. If you, if you're lucky enough to have a line going in your building, if you're lucky enough to have, you know, punters all over the patio and the inside and the outside, that's great. Except the band's got to get through there. The band's got to set up, the band's got to sound check and they probably come from another gig or two. So they're going to be wrecked. So you're going to get half a show versus this is why we like doing the all day, all night, one yeah. spot. And, you know, so, that, so, so there's many, there's many, you know, the, the, there's many little, little cogs that have to turn just right to make it, you know, to make it perfect. And luckily today, <laughs> the weather is just beautiful today and we're in a tent and we got great food and we got great beer. <laughs> yes. Um, but you know, it's 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 just a, it's a yeah, like you said, this is this is my favorite. Also, mm-hmm. you know, park set up, go to work, and one of the things too, thinking about because we did used to do uh, Patty's Day at Fado 
a lot. We didn't do it every year before that, but uh, it was frequent. And uh, uh, there was another thing about the early days of the band when we when they first asked us to play there because they they did a street festival at Fidel uh, out on Fourth Street. They'd, they'd block off the whole block and have this huge tent out there. And but then they have, they'd have shows on that big stage, and but they'd also have shows in on the on the patio back there. So there'd be like I think three three or four. You know, the big stage and then like three other small stages and stuff it was really complicated uh operation so those those gigs were fun too but again it was kind of the same madness where you okay play set here break down move to the other stage play set here break down move back to the stage you were just on two hours ago do it again you know it was fun but it was it was it was really exhausting yeah um, and 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 again you're dealing with uh and remember south by southwest is on the same the big fe- the biggest festival of the year has same fallen week, at the yeah. same week, you know, and spring break. So you, you, there's no shortage of uh, of of uh, people, but there is a shortage of good sound. So you're playing with, uh, you, you know, you, you're you're usually playing you're playing with a lot less sound than you're used to. Less, you know, the the the, the gear is not as good, and the sound mm-hmm. guys are. They're, they're, I mean, they are just their ears are burnt. Their ears are just absolutely dead. If you stand in front of a train, you know, a train horn, you know, for for thirty minutes. Essentially, you're doing the same thing when you, you know, go to see a show in a tent that's covering a street. You know, that's just yeah. And, and uh, so you're everybody's ears are tired. The sound guy is absolutely through the, you know, and and, and the musicians don't want to blow their voice out, so they need a lot of monitor and they need, you, you know, a lot. So it's just it's a nightmare. We run our own sound. We we do our own show, and you know, yeah, it's a lot of work. But um, yeah, you know. But but again, we 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 got control over it. We're not killing ourselves on the stage, and we're not killing the audience yeah. out in front. We're we're respectful to the to the fact that there are people in. You know, there. You know, there, I mean, today there'll be kids let in for a certain while. You know, when it starts getting around four or five o'clock, that that's you know the the the, the, the you know start asking the the parents with kids you know to 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 go, and then it turns into just a regular show at you know a six or seven. And uh, but as the crowd intensifies and the level of the tent intensifies, we up the volume mm-hmm. and we up the energy and we you know we still so at the end of the day you want to you want to you want people to leave there absolutely wrecked you know but but in a good way you yeah. want them you want them just to have and then because they 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 come back every year they come back to every show at abandons they come back to you know. We, we meet them all, all over the country and it's just, it's an absolute, you know, it's just, it really is mm-hmm. for, uh, for all the yapping and whining I did about Paddy's day. If, you know, if we could do it like O'Bannon's yeah. uh, every year, that would be just fine with me. Yeah. It's always something else too to watch the staff there every year. They're just, they're just a machine and they, they love what they're doing. They're having a great time and pouring some of the best pints of Guinness and everything you're ever going to have. Which incidentally, I'm glad you said that, Chad. That's your name, Chad, right? Today. Today okay. Um, I'm glad you said that because our goal today is we're going to push Guinness, uh, not because because those stingy bastards have given us any money. And uh, Chad, watch your mouth. My mother's listening. We're going to push Guinness today because O'Bannon's right now is number two in the region, which means I think today we can knock it into number one, which is going to beat out all of Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah. And... uh, so today we're going to actually we're actually going to go to work for O'Bannon's, not Guinness, until they pay us. We're <laughs> going to do a. So today we're going to kick it. We're going to kick it over the edge. Yes, we are. So um, so we got Guinness 
race. We got the Guinness Relay races today. We have, uh, um, I don't know if, if, uh, if Mike is in a good mood, we might get some Irish dancing, mm-hmm. but we're going to get, uh, uh, and I think Wes is going to do a little dance. He's going to read some poetry. And um, no, we're going to have, we're going to, we're going to have great fun today. And uh, we're, um, but yes, today the goal is O'Bannon's 2019. We're going to kick them into the number one slot of most Guinness sold yep. in the region. So we're yep. very, very excited for Chris Steele, Stephanie Steele, and all the wonderful crew at O'Bannon's Tap House, yeah. Bryan College Station. Yes, sir. Yeah, so come on down. We're going to be there from noon, like we said, from noon all the way to 2 a.m. We got some really cool shirts and uh, our Ireland information. We got flyers for what? Ireland there if you want to you want to get on board and join us this fall. We also have, uh, speaking of shirts, we've got a, a limited edition Patty's Day shirt that, that we did uh, as a collaboration with O'Bannon's. Incidentally, because we sold all of them last night, there's not very many yeah, not left. Not a whole so lot you, of them left. You yeah. got to run. You so got to yeah, run. Get them. You want to probably want first thing when you get there, just come over and come over and talk to Lori, our merch maiden, as we call her. And, and Chris. And Chris. What's the? Maiden. Merch maiden. He wears a shorter <laughs> skirt. <laughs> yeah. Come, come, come over and pay them a visit and, and see what they got, got for you. And they'll hook you up. I think that's it. I think we're done. But yeah, we, we got to get to work. I think we got five minutes to get there. It's getting late. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, we got to go. Cheers, y'all.